Hello everyone, this is Juanita Carpenter aka Liz Carpenter with another episode of Building the Queendom. Yesterday I spoke about a friend not showing up and tonight I'm going to talk about a friend who did show up. So again, this is um, hmm, this is day six of my 90 day uh, daily four marketing challenge and I had a little insight on that. I'm more interested in connecting than just like getting my message out there. So um, I decided I would call it a 90 day connecting challenge. Because every day I'm seeking to connect with new people and tell them about what I do. So um, what I've been finding is my friends are actually more interested in what's going on than I assumed because I've been the person who's doing all this stuff and um, because some of my friends are not entrepreneurially minded or you know they're they're just busy with their kids I figured I just keep all this quiet and keep it all to myself you know <laughs> and um, and now um, today since I decided to go live on um, clubhouse again I, I saw the option to start a room in, in different groups like I did before and I was like no I'm not really feeling getting connected with a complete stranger and ended up talking for like an hour and a half to two hours about nothing I'm not wanting that experience tonight even though that was fun the other day <laughs> so I said just invite my friends it turns out I only have four friends <laughs> on Clubhouse and this is like the fourth time that I've been on Clubhouse so kind of makes sense I haven't been hanging out that much really and um so I just invited my friend Anita now this this is not like one of my business contacts Anita is my friend who I went camping with who's into farming and and herbs and that kind of stuff actually I met her in a, when she was working in a health food store in uh, in Missouri. I, I can't even remember what town we were in. It's, that's a shame. Um, <laughs> I really... Oh, Waynesville. Waynesville, Missouri. I wanted to say Dixon, but um, it was Waynesville, Missouri, where she was working in this health food store. Um, we've both since moved to other places. You know, I'm in, in Bogota, Colombia, and she's somewhere in Ohio, crazy um but anyway I invited my friend Anita and she showed up like a minute later and I was like hmm now this is interesting and was really in uh, something else that's really interesting I think the dude from India that I had met the other night also um showed up but I was too busy blah 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 blahing to even notice and acknowledge him, which is really a shame because I, I said, um, my intent is connecting. My, my intent isn't just to, to talk and share and, and feel good and pat myself on the back. Ooh, yay. I shared. No. Um, my intent is to connect so people can actually know what I offer and how I can help them. Um, because the work that I'm doing now is quite amazing and quite effective. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I want to be able to help more people. So I need to get my message out. And I also 
um, need to make real connections during that process rather than just broadcasting, you know? Um, a, a lot of us in, in business are, are taught that it, it's great just to, to post, even if there's no interaction on your posts, like, oh, you're being seen whether you know it or not. Um, and I don't feel that way. I feel like every post is an opportunity to connect. And if there isn't engagement on that post, there's the marketing term, then there's a problem. <laughs> so let me get to the point. My, my friend that showed up for me, the difference here. Um, my other friend who I was talking about, she, me and her eventually talked about the whole thing with um, just falling out of communication and um, so she, she wants to make a go at it. That's totally a British term. She wants to have a go at it or make a go at it in the, the fourth quarter of the year. Um, which is it's not going to be terribly helpful for me right now, but I, I have my systems and processes in order and I have my other supports, so that'll be fine. But my, my friend, Anita, who showed up, I, I was just pleasantly surprised and we had a, a conversation around some of my writing and, and one of my purposes for doing what I do. So I consider myself a, a displaced artist, not a displaced worker, but a displaced artist, meaning um, ideally I would be a singer, songwriter, spoken word activist, poet. And I, I am all those things, except I'm not that full-time. And there's a lot of people that will tell you, yeah, just go for your dreams. But then there's the practicality of things. Like, you have bills to pay. How do you pay the bills writing and sharing your poetry? You have to become a phenomenal entertainer, right? You have to become a phenomenal performer. And then to do that, you have to put in hours of work. So when do you have the time to put in hours of work outside of your other work? And for me, I have not figured this out <laughs> in my 38 years of life. I have not, um, I have not figured out the, the solution to that. But I can tell you that the, the route that I am taking and one of the reasons why I became an entrepreneur was this problem. So the idea has always been, I need to create multiple streams of income and cash flow so that I have space and time to do my art. And then I'm going to find other artists, other poets, and I'm going to teach them how to do the same because it is a tragedy that their art and my art is not being released into the world. And I feel like um, art, it makes everything beautiful and not everybody's going to have the same appreciation for a work of art, but we are all creators. And so if we have this gift of making art, then we should be doing that. So for me, I, I know, <laughs> I know that I have the gift to write poetry. I know that I have skills to perform. Like I, I totally can get into a character 
or get into a, um, a mode or a mood without much thought or practice. I can do that. It's one of my talents. But actually bringing that into a practical practical day-to-day mode of operation has been a bit of a struggle. And um, last last year, I ran across this guy that was teaching it. Like he was teaching it from a Christian context, though. And I was like so gung-ho going to um, get into his stuff until I bought his book. He has, he has, a, he has a book, Matt Tomey, and he has, a, you know, his course where he does mentorship, like an artist mentorship for a year. And after I was reading his book, I mean, it was, it was high level, how to set up your business and market it stuff, but it actually did not seem like it would work for a poet. It, it seemed like it was ideal for people who make physical art, like, cause it was talking about touring fairs and selling your stuff at fairs and and setting up your brick and mortar <laughs> store and that kind of thing and and your website to sell the stuff from your brick and mortar store and i was like hmm okay so he 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 helps the the artists that actually do the fine art where they're selling their their paintings and sculptures and stuff but is is this really going to help for um poets and I did see this one dude (laughs) in New York actually selling pieces of paper with his poems on it he was he was doing that and he was homeless too so it was you know I I I gave him props and I I definitely paid attention to him his name was um Chris Kuhn and he had um he had set up a kind of I would just say a hustle. He set up a hustle where he was like, ask a million. This is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to ask a million different people for a dollar and see where where I am at the end of that. And what actually ended up happening with Chris was after I put a book in his hands by uh, Danny Johnson on setting up your business and, and she was teaching home-based business owners and network marketers how to build their businesses. But I put this book um, in his hand. I think it was something like uh, The Way to Wealth. I don't remember the name of her book. But it's Danny Johnson with an I. He read this book. I don't know, maybe he read it a few times. And within a, a few weeks, he was off the streets and he had his apartment and he had his daughter. And I was like this guy is a true entrepreneur. He's a true hustler. He was able to take what he learned from that book and really like change his life around. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, anyway, so I, I realized I've gotten a little bit off track during this, this episode, but I hope y'all can appreciate where I'm coming from with, um, just sharing why I do what I do. And then sharing how, yeah, you'll have your disappointments with friends that don't show up, but then there's also the ones who will show up for you. And I got to acknowledge that part of the journey as well. So um, I do want to, again, open this up um, for y'all. If, um, if you know that you have something holding you back from developing, building, or scaling your business, and you're not quite sure what it is, 
I would like to invite you to do a free session with me and we can find out what that is and clear it. And by clear it, I mean we find the thoughts, emotions, and behaviors and we use the subconscious clearing technique to get rid of it and replace it with positive thinking and habits and emotions. And it's it's really, really amazing, really effective. And I think the best way to contact me at this point is probably going to be um, my WhatsApp number because there's something going on with my website links. So you can hit me up on WhatsApp with plus one nine four one two six eight zero six seven eight. And I'll say that one more time. You can hit me up on WhatsApp if you want a free session. Um, it's 30 minutes and the number is plus one nine four one two eight six zero six seven eight and I'm looking at (laughs) I'm looking at this bug that's come into my room anyway um (laughs) I love you all and I will see you in the next episode